Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. So today we're going to be discussing joy. Joy. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. And we're going to be looking at the life of Joseph's father. And here, this is part of the story of Joseph where the brothers revealed to his father that Joseph is alive. You know, the shock, the joy that came from that, we'll be discussing today. So I'm going to be reading from Genesis 45, verses 25 to 28, and we will discuss afterwards. I pray the Holy Spirit gives me utterance and gives me the strength to say what he has put in my heart to say, the way I should say it, and he has ordained to in Jesus' name. Amen. So Genesis 45, verses 25 to 28, and I'm reading from the NLT version. I really like the way the NLT version has really described this chapter. So I quickly read. And they left Egypt and returned to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. Joseph is still alive, they told him. And he's the governor of all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned at the news. He couldn't believe it. In fact, in the New Testament, he says that Jacob's heart stood still because he did not believe it. But then when they repeated to Jacob everything Joseph had told them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, their father's spirits revived. Their father's spirits revived. What joy. What joy. And I continue in verses 28 now. Then Jacob exclaimed, It must be true. My son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. Look at Jacob when he heard the news. Joy is coming. The thrill, the shock of it is mind-blowing. He says his heart stood still in disbelief. Like, am I dreaming? Are they saying the truth? The shock. But then he's like, okay, maybe I'm dreaming, but hey, come on. But I see carts of things, of goods, of donkeys that, you know, Joseph had sent through with his brothers. How would they have had all those things if not somebody that had to be a king in a different country gives it to them? And so he knows that, too true, this my son is alive. This my Joseph that I have wondered for years, prayed, you know, my heart had sunk on, or is alive. Hmm. Now, I wonder at what point they told the father that, oh, well, what happened actually is that there was no animal that killed Joseph. What happened was that we sold him to the Midianites. You know, that part is not recorded in the Bible. But honestly, it does not matter. It does not matter. You see, at the time it happened, it would have been huge to Joseph. It would have been a big, a big sin. They were saying a sin, so it would have been huge to Joseph. It would have broken and smashed his heart. But upon reflection of the matter, yesterday we saw that Joseph was saying to his brothers that don't be angry, don't be afraid, don't be sad. God sent me here. So God used you guys as tools to land me in Egypt. He got to that point. And so, even the man that was angry was not angry again. He was fine. Because he knew his purpose. He knew why he was sent. He was a foreigner. And at that point, he was glad to see 
all that had happened, how God has transformed his life through him going to Egypt. He was even thanking them indirectly for selling him in a way. All those gross, horrible things didn't matter. Jacob was overjoyed. Finally, he could see his son again. Bear in mind, at this time, I think Jacob was about 120 years old. 120 years old. And he says, I must see Joseph before I die. It was like, I know what, finally, I can go. I can see my son. Because if I wondered in his life, would I ever be able to see him on this earth? Will I ever happen with the lies that his brothers told? He would always wonder and ponder. But now, he had the opportunity to see his son again. And when joy comes, we realize that all those things we're worried about, all those things that cause us so much hurt, pain, like in the life of Joseph, may have overwhelmed us. That may have triggered some serious insecurity in our lives. Whatever it is, it will not matter anymore. What I wanted to say here is that God knew Joseph was safe. But his father and brothers did not know, obviously. But God knew. And so, literally, God's watching us as we are wondering, oh God, what's happening? We are upset. We are worried, understandably. But God sees that in that next step you will take, everything is going to change. Your reality will be changed. He knows the next step is going to happen. He knows the millisecond is going to happen. And so, He smiles at us. But it also looks also trust me. I, I have gone through this path before you have gone through this path. I know when joy is about to, I know when the true, the excitement is about to, to lift your spirits. I see it happen in this particular time. But as human beings, we do worry. This just shows me the amazingness of God, the sovereignty that God sees so much. He sees us now and he sees where we are going to. As a reminder for us that there's no need to worry and be downcast continually for decades like you know Jacob was because God had already made a way for him to see Joseph again he had preserved Joseph's life for the purpose he had planned for him and he had used the brother's actions as tools to ensure he gets him where he wants him to get to because how would they have known you know that they'll be farming and he had to want to save their lives who knows I'm here to say that I do not know where you are I don't know if you're in a pit, or if I'm a pit, or in a prison, or in the shining, or in pain, frustration. No matter where you are, no matter how it feels like, no matter how it hits, no matter where you are in life's race, joy is coming. The situation, the city is not meant to kill you. It's meant to align your focus on God, and joy is coming. And as Jacob felt that his heart stood still in shock, and leaped for joy afterwards. We rest assured that no matter what the situation is, how it looks, how horrible it is, joy is coming. The morning is coming. Life is in seasons. It changes. Seasons always change. There's never a season that lasts forever. It's impossible in time and in life. Joy is coming. The morning, that morning is coming where you dance and leap for joy. Keep on focusing on God, obeying obeying His words as He's been there before. He knows how to navigate the terrain, even if none of us does. Asking to help you, directing you, leading you. Same as me. Joy is coming. The morning is coming. So thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And I just want to say a quick prayer for anyone who may be in a situation where we can't see joy can't see the light it's so hard we're so stuck we're so covered we're like in a prison a dungeon in our minds 
because of what's happening externally, even internally, that God would enable give you the strength to focus on Him, and you would have the heart to focus on God as He leads you through the waters, as He leads you through to the morning, because joy is coming. The morning is coming. And maybe joy is not the right word, but the morning is coming. Thank you, and I love you. Bye.